Hi, I'm Gavin Carlson, and this is Out of Bounds, Daily Bruin Sports Podcast. Are Corey Close's Bruins about to play the biggest regular season game in the history of UCLA women's basketball? I sure think so. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Out of Bounds, the official sports podcast of the Daily Bruin. As always, I'm your host, Gavin Carlson, a fourth-year sports staff writer here at the Daily Bruin. And if you can't tell, it's kind of a unique episode. I am by myself. No Grace or Lauren for this women's basketball episode. Um, It's Thanksgiving week, you know. Sometimes people got to see their families. I guess I don't. I'm here bringing the content to you guys because UCLA women's basketball is about to play, in my opinion, the biggest regular season game or at least biggest non-conference regular season game in the history of their program. Um, We are recording this on a Monday, and on this Monday, it's a historic Monday for UCLA women's basketball. Their first time ever being ranked number two in the AP poll. They are a top two team in the nation um, behind this phenomenal team that Corey Close has built over the past few years. And this Friday, they'll be taking on one of the most storied programs in the history of women's basketball in UConn, who they're ranked number six. So it's, it's, it's a very unique situation for Corey Close's team where she's playing UConn. They, this team has played UConn in recent years. They played South Carolina in recent years, but they're going to be expected to win this game. And we have not had that in Westwood in a while. UConn playing UCLA and UCLA will be the favorite. They will be expected to win this game. It's a very unique situation for Corey Close's program, but that's why we have to do an episode. It's just too important, too important. Um, the women's basketball team coming off a very interesting game against Princeton. Um, I said it. I said it on Twitter. We said it. We didn't say it on the pod last week, and I'll be honest. We totally misread this one. Um, we knew Princeton was a solid program. We knew they were coming off a very impressive um, season last year. But we still, Grace, Lauren, and I still have this being a 30-point uh, win, I think I said, at least in the 20s. Uh, Grace or Lauren might have had it at 18. But we all had a big blowout win, and that is not what we got last Friday in Poly Pavilion. Instead, down to the wire. UCLA trailing at halftime, um, and this game came down to the final two minutes. UCLA winning 77-74. Um, Princeton really impressed me. I, you got to give them their credit, um, but we learned a lot about this team, and we had not learned a lot about Corey Close's team before this game, because before this, it was blowout after blowout. Bellarmine, UC Riverside, Purdue, none of the games were close, um, but this game, we learned a lot about the team. I think one thing that stuck, stuck out is um, Lauren Betts and Chrisma Osborne are the face of this team. We, we know that. Lauren Betts was unbelievable in that game against Princeton. Um, didn't miss a shot. But what I found very interesting is that Chrisma Osborne did not do much in the first three quarters. Um, I don't want to say passive, but definitely not her typical aggressive self. And the team doesn't need that. Um, th- there's plenty of weapons this year with Kiki Rice being really the main ball handler. With Lauren Betts, let's be honest, being the primary scorer of this team, um, Charisma Osborne does not need to go out and score 30 points a game. She does not need to go out and take 25 shots. Um, but what we saw from Charisma Osborne was a very quiet performance until the fourth quarter. Through those three quarters, it was the Lauren Betts show. She was 9 of 9. She had 20 points going into that fourth quarter. Um, but then in the fourth, just two points on two free throws. She did not attempt a shot in the fourth quarter. And so heading into this matchup with UConn, I think this might be a hot take. I think Paige Beckers is still the best player on the floor in this game for UConn. Um, We saw what she did before her injuries. Um, Paige Beckers is phenomenal. She's one of the best players in the country. And I still think you have to give her the nod as the most important player in this game, as the best player in this game. But you know what I will say? Lauren Betts is the most dominant player. 
player in this game, the most unguardable player in this game. And so if UConn does not have an answer for the 6-7 transfer from Stanford, UCLA will win this game, regardless of what Charisma Osborne does. Because what we did see in the Princeton game is in that fourth quarter, Lauren Betts, she did hurt herself uh, in the third. We don't know if the injury played a role or if there was a change of plan. When I asked after the game, um, they just said, oh, it's just how the game was going. But we saw a shift. We saw Lauren Betts not shoot, and we saw Charisma Osborne take over. So what that means for UCLA is there's two routes this game can go. It's going to be the Lauren Betts show early on, I think. And if UConn adjusts, if they're able to slow her down, UCLA proved in that Princeton game that they can switch to Charisma running the show like she has done her entire career in Westwood. Um, it's a really intriguing game. UConn is coming up. They're, they're not perfect, UConn. Despite being ranked number six in the country, they already have a loss this season. They're 3-1. and one. They fell to NC State, 81-92 in North Carolina. That's a that's a difficult game. We're not going to hold that um, too much against UConn. They're still ranked number six in the country for a reason. We know they have one of the best coaches in the history of the sport. Um, and like I said, Paige Beckers is probably a top three guard in the nation, still one of the best players. Um, so it'll be really interesting to see. UConn is used to these games, right? They've been in these games for decades. UCLA has not. Corey Close is still relatively new to these games. Yes, they had an introduction to this with South Carolina in the regular season. They kind of surprised some people taking that game down to the wire. Not so much in March Madness. South Carolina kind of handled them in a really hard situation for UCLA being basically a road game. Um, but this is, like I said, the first situation where UCLA is going to be expected to win this game. And we'll see what Kiki Rice does. We saw her kind of struggle against South Carolina in both games, um, especially in the regular season game. She picked up that tech near the end. We'll see how she is in terms of um, being controlled, being, you know, not too emotional. Uh, London Jones has been great so far this season. I think she could be the X factor. If London Jones is scoring 20 points, UCLA is going to beat UConn. If she's scoring seven points and is, is struggling, things get interesting. Um, so I think how UCLA handles Paige Beckers, number one, how they handle the pressure, number two, um, and then, like we said, with it being a Lauren Betts and Charisma Osborne sort of not chess match, but how these two are deployed at certain times will be very interesting. I'll get into my prediction. Um, we don't have other people to give their predictions. Um, I'll be honest. I don't know what Lauren and Grace are. I think they're kind of on the edge on who's going to win this game. I will give the nod to UCLA. Um, I think the Princeton game is exactly what this team needed coming into this game. If they beat Princeton by 15, by 20, and then still move up to number two in the poll, think about what the situation is for UCLA. Highest ranking in the history of the program. Still haven't played a close game. They're, they're on the top of the mountain in terms of emotionally, they think they are hot stuff. And if they go into the Cayman Islands Classic against UConn, feeling like that against a team who is used to being in the top two, used to being at the top of the mantle, I think they lose this game. But because the Princeton game was close, because UCLA had to show some grit, had to show some toughness, had to handle adversity, it was not an easy game at all. Princeton made it very difficult. And the, the atmosphere in that game, felt it felt like a, a tournament game. I said it watching it. Corey Close said it after the game. Um, because Polly was full, they did their field trip thing. There was kids screaming. It was, it was a great time. But it felt like a tournament game. It felt like when UCLA hosted Oklahoma in the round of 32 um, last year in, in March Madness. So because of all that, and because this game was close, I think this team comes a little bit more prepared mentally than they would have if it was you know, fresh off another 20-point win. And so I think that'll be the difference. I'm going to give the nod to UCLA. Somewhat low scoring, I think, given what we've seen from both UCLA and UConn. I'm going to say 67-62 Bruins over the Huskies. Um, it's it's going to be a really interesting game to watch. And I think if they do win this game, 
UCLA might challenge for the number one spot in the AP poll. I know that's kind of crazy to say. South Carolina has dominated that spot for years and years and years, but things might be different uh, in 2023 with what UCLA is showing right now. Um, so, yeah, that's my prediction for the game. I think a couple other things to look out for in terms of the UCLA program before we wrap this up. We still don't have an official word on Emily Bissoir's injury. Um, we talked about it last week in our emergency episode. We're assuming she's done for the year. There's not been any confirmation, but she did really – it looked really bad on that knee that she uh, tore the ACL of two years ago. So I don't think anybody is anticipating Emily Bissoir to be back anytime soon. We saw Christina Wallow. We saw Angela Duglich all step in in her place. Um, I think we'll see a little more Cam Brown in this game than we might expect because of the leadership, because of the maturity, because of the experience in a tough spot like this. Um, but I think that the X factor, I said, you know, London Jones maybe a little bit, uh, Kiki Rice maybe a little bit. The X factor is Gabriela Hawkins, in my opinion. We know how I felt about her coming into the season when we had our preview pod. I said she was going to be the starter at small forward by the end of the season. We saw the breakout against UC Riverside, 30-plus points, unstoppable. Not as crazy against Princeton, but I think in this game, you need some perimeter scoring. You need some uh, some quickness on the outside that's not going to be London Jones. I think Gabriel Hawkes will be the girl for that for UCLA. Um, but I think that's all that needs to be said. A huge game. If you're not watching this game on Friday, UCLA against UConn at 730. I don't know what you're doing, all right? I know Thanksgiving's on Thursday. You're going to be full. You're going to have had your stuffing. You're going to have had your turkey. Sit down at night on Friday and watch this game because this is, like I said, the biggest game in the history of UCLA women's basketball regular season, in my opinion, at least non-conference. They're not battling for any conference standings or anything. This game means a, means a lot. Um, this could be the difference between UCLA being a one seed, a two seed, a three seed in March. Um, so make sure you watch the game. I know I will be. Uh, we will have coverage. I will have a wrap that will be up right after the game, so make sure you're on the lookout for that. But, yeah, UCLA, UConn on Friday. I have the Bruins edging them out 67-62. We'll see if I'm right. I'm usually not, but we'll see. Uh, but that'll do it for this episode. As always, UCLA Daily Bruin on YouTube to look at just my face today. I, I know normally you want to look at Grace and Lauren. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You don't get to look at them. It's only me. So if you only go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or SoundCloud, I'll give you a pass this week. I wouldn't want to only look at my face um, either, so I don't blame you. But shout out, shout out, shout out. If you do look at my face, it'll be because of the amazing video quality, courtesy of the Daily Bruin video section. So thank you so much to them as always, for making this happen. Um, yes, that'll do it for this episode. Hope your Thanksgiving was great. If it has not happened yet, I hope it is great. Um, and watch that game on Friday. Should be phenomenal. Thanks so much. Take care. Have a good one. Bye-bye.